Okay, so a couple tonight. First is uh, Jason, and um, I got the feeling you've got spina, spina bifida. I had to look that up, and, and you're in a wheelchair. And um, I see that you've been getting tingling sensations in your thighs and your shins, and you're wondering if it's real, and it totally is. Um, so I, I pictured you standing up and walking over to the counter in the kitchen to pick up your phone. You've been visioning this, so, so keep going. Um, prompted to remind you that you're not your body. You're the Spirit of God, so nothing can hold you back from doing that. It's awesome. And the next one is Rachel here. Um, I see that you got in a car accident, and your car is totaled, and you need your car to get to and from work. You've got a little kiddo you're providing for. Um, God has a nicer, newer car for you um, from an unlikely source. That's what I pictured. I saw that it's black. And I see that you, you were a little embarrassed to drive your previous car, and you just you feel really cool in this one. So I pictured you driving your car feeling cool. Awesome. Cool. Who did you say that was, Rachel? Rachel? Hey, Rachel, whoever you are online, reach out to us. We'll help out with Inspire 100, too. Amen? You were going to say that? Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I just, right when you said it, I'm like, oh, we got to help her. So anyway, uh, let me just share a cool testimony. We'll get into this uh, Ladies, you're going to enjoy it tonight. Oop. We're going to talk about Proverbs 31 woman. You're actually going to enjoy it. <laughs> it's way better than you think. Because so, it's not about you. It's not about anything about you, which is really good. Because uh, everything has to come from within. Amen? But um, <clears throat> some of you guys that were on the, the online fellowship, you heard this. But I just think it's so good. It's Chris Reed, my friend from Australia. Um, when we did that just a simple message on uh, you have the mind of Christ for students and whether they're in grade school, high school, college, whatever, and really all of you guys. But um, I, somehow I figured this out when I was young. And I realized that if I just went to bed and saw myself having all the answers in the morning, I would have them. It was really fascinating. So I started playing with it when I was really young. But uh, anyway, so his 16-year-old daughter was really struggling in math. Some of you guys heard this. And so he, he wrote, um, we remembered Mike's message for students and we listened in the car together. My six-year-old girl didn't like math and she was really struggling. Uh, so I've been getting her to focus on how she would feel if she could get it and understand it and how great she would feel calling me going, Dad, guess what? I got it. This, it all makes sense to me now. And I was hopeless at math in school. So regardless, I said to her, you will get this. I see you getting it. You're going to have all the answers and you'll understand this. It's going to come to you. And so she went from just passing, averaging between 50 to 60% on all of her tests. And today she texted me from school saying, guess what? And the, if you know Chris's personality, he's like, I'm like, uh, you forgot to shave your armpits. <laughs> I'm just reading it what he wrote. So, uh, and he put a bunch of smiley, laughing faces. So guess what, dad? I got a 90% on my math today. I'm understanding this way better than I ever have. I just kept reminding her that her father in her is the creator of the entire universe, and he made you in his likeness, which means you can do anything. Isn't that cool? So we've seen so many testimonies uh, from people actually just taking it for real and not going, come on, that can't work. Like, it works, guys. It works, I'm telling you. So anyway, we'll, uh, and the testimonies just flying in. Aren't they just, as people get this, guys, gosh, it's so fun. It's really not hard. And so anyway, uh, let's talk about this. The riches, honor, and enduring wealth of the virtuous woman. Some of you guys probably saw that email and Facebook post. But um, ladies, this is really good for you because, because people have 
misinterpreted what the scriptures were all about. Um, they put so much pressure on being a Proverbs 31 woman. So my goal is to, to have Mardell sell less of those t-shirts. Because <laughs> I see these ladies walking around with Proverbs 31 woman. I'm like, have you ever read that? I, I'm pretty sure you haven't done that stuff, right? Like, there's no way if you read it. It's, it's this impossible thing, isn't it, when you read it? And so, um, and so anyway, let's just go to this first slide. And, and uh, for you guys here, <clears throat> so here's the deal. In Proverbs, um, wisdom is personified as a woman. You know what personification is, right? It means they've turned this, this idea, this spiritual truth into a person to tell a story, right? And so... The Hebrews, another thing uh, I've shared with you guys a lot, I think you understand it now, is when they talked about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the, Sp- the Holy Spirit, um, the anointing, Christ, they're all the same thing, really, when you understand it. And it was always feminine. It was feminine gender. So they talked about, when they were talking about being baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it was this idea of the very nature of God. Here's the nature of God is said, if you understand anything about creation, everything really is about the spiritual truth of you and I. So all those stories, Jesus says in the New Testament, he says, they're all about Yahweh saves through the anointing within. Jesus Christ within. He goes, all the Psalms and the prophets and the law are all about me, right? And then Hebrews, it says, all the Old Testament are, are types and shadows of good things to come, but faith is the title deed. And faith is just the spiritual truth of all of those stories. So He's saying, all those stories tell a story that's real, but everything's invisible. Everything's about something that happens between you and I. So once we get that, now some of these Old Testament stories start to make sense. So the Hebrews always portrayed it as uh, the spirit. And in the Old Testament, you guys would see, they would put the anointing oil on people. And it was the prophets, priests, and kings. And that's pretty... I've covered that enough. I don't need to talk about that. But if you, were, if you were a king, you were a king. You got to rule and reign, right? And the New Testament says it's the Father's great pleasure to give you that, the kingdom. And so remember, guys, the Old Testament, the Hebrews reading this were going, only the kings are anointed. And then Jesus is saying it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So mentally their mind's going, then that means I'm anointed because only the kings were anointed, the kings, the prophets, and the priests, Right? And then the prophet, prophet got to speak things and it happened, right? It's almost kingly too, as we, if you understand it, where he decrees a thing that shall be established. And the, the priest is obviously, he could, he could be face to face with God at any time and represent himself and the people. So, um, so that, that anointing oil, the spirit, in the New Testament, we get it over and over again. He goes, don't you get it? You're the tabernacle made of skin and that anointing's in you and it's in every single person. From the least to the greatest is what he says. Everybody's going to know me from the least to the greatest. So the anointing oil, Christ, the kingdom within, it's all the same thing. And it was feminine and gender. Isn't that interesting? It was something in you. And so the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the nature of that would be, if you see a husband and a wife, the, the husband actually has the male seed, obviously, and the womb of a woman would give birth to offspring, sons, right? The female was the Holy Spirit and said, that's a truth about you, where you all can birth things out of yourself, because we see the first act of creation with Adam, when Adam desired of his wife. So this is really about mankind, the blood man, Adam, desires something, and where did Eve come out of? Himself. 
his womb, his side. It says rib, but it's literally like the womb of man. He birthed it out of himself. So you birth your desires out of yourself. It's all the same story if you really start to put it together. So anyway, once you realize that the spirit was always feminine and gender, now these things make sense. So let's just read Proverbs 8, where if you go look at Proverbs 8, 1, does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice? So wisdom and understanding is personified as a male or female here? Female. This should all start to make sense. Now what Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 31 and all this is about. So whoever this female is, she's pretty good when you go look at it. Because here's, if you go down to 18, it says, riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. Now right there, what's the only thing that can make you righteous? Some physical female? No, right? He's the only thing that can make you righteous. He birthed you into righteousness. Does Does that make sense? The kingdom is... Righteousness in the spirit is what it says. So anyway, right away we should see this is not a literal woman, shouldn't we? Like all through Proverbs, wisdom, understanding, righteousness, all personified as a woman. So riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and revenue than choice silver. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Now, in the New Testament it says, he came to give you life and life more abundantly. So the only way you could find life is through who? Christ, right? That's what he says. So we should start to put this together like, oh, this is, and where's Christ, guys? Is it outside of you or where? Inside of you. So all this is something that's going to go on inside of you. Is everybody with me so far? I'm trying to make this really simple because I got some, (laughs) it's, it's so fun sometimes with the religious people online. So because Barbara and I were talking about this at length yesterday going, we were so clueless when we just accepted what everybody was teaching us. Because now I, I hear some of this stuff and I'm going, what is wrong with me that I didn't raise my hand and go, that sounds bad to me. Like, this is really bad. Like, maybe because I was a teacher's kid or something, you just respected authority. Because now I'm like, no, you're just wrong. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. It's, that's not how it works at all. So... My fruit is better than gold, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. For whoever finds me finds life. Ah, where else do we see this in the New Testament? It says, this mystery that's been hidden for ages, but now has been found, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You guys putting the Old and New Testaments together? So, who finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. Now, which literal woman was there when you prepared the heavens? Any of you? Then don't wear your Proverbs 31 shirt either. <laughs> because it's wrong. How you're, how you're, now, if you're, if you, after this, you can wear it. Because you're like, in, men could start wearing it if they understand this. Proverbs 31 woman inside, right? So, anyway. <clears throat> when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he established the clouds above. When he assigned to the sea its limits. I was beside him as the master craftsman. So this woman, which is Christ in you, right? Took the blueprint of God and master crafted it, etc. And then it says the same abilities in mankind. Isn't that wild? So everybody okay now that wisdom is personified as a woman here and it's not your wife? Although, and ladies, gosh, I was reading Proverbs 31 this whole week as I was preparing for this. I'm going... It is horrible what we put on women. Like, it's impossibility. Now, like, I think my wife's virtuous and gorgeous and fine, but um, 
She doesn't get to sleep in that. Like, when do you sleep? I like it when my wife sleeps. In fact, I want to pamper my wife. I want to treat her like a bride. Isn't that interesting? But if you look at Proverbs 31, it's like, it's horrible. Like, and some, some people even in the comments were like, um, well, this is what the Jewish men did. They were all at the gate and the wives did everything. I go, yeah, that, ladies, how fun does that sound? Right? Any ladies like, get excited about any of that? <laughs> when they realize it, it's like this beautiful gift that's in all of us. Both men and women have this, this, this woman inside of her. Christ, the anointing is what it's personified as. So anyway, so this anointing, this riches, whatever this woman is, which I've already told you what it is, but it's a master craftsman any enduring riches, any righteousness, any favor, anything you, literally anything you could ever ask for from God, she comes with it. Cool? All right, so now let's go to the next slide. <clears throat> now we can get to Proverbs. Oh, I, never mind. I, I wanted to show you this because, all right, so wisdom is personified as a woman in the Old Testament. The anointing, wisdom, understanding, favor, riches, are all a woman's, the master craftsman that was with God from the beginning, right? The New Testament, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.23, we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called or surnamed, both the Jews and the Gentiles and the Greeks, is what it says here, what is wisdom? Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So wisdom was personified as a woman. And the New Testament tells us Christ is wisdom and the power of God. So this woman is the anointing within you. You guys get it? If wisdom is a woman, the New Testament tells us Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. So wisdom means you know what to do, right? And power is power. Like we all get power, right? It's literally the dunamis, the miracle working power of God, and wisdom is the wisdom of God. And so I said, now we understand that now we can understand that Christ, the anointing of God, is a beautiful gift within all of us. And so this is where, this has nothing to do with you ladies when we read Proverbs 31 of you trying to place any of that on yourself. In fact, what it should do is you resting and let Christ in you do all of it for you. Men and women. Let your, men, let your women rest. Right? It's actually better for you, if you get what I mean. Maybe you don't get what I mean. If she's happy and rested... Good things happen. I'll just put it that way. Amen? When mama's happy, then it's more fun. So, come on, guys. <laughs> do we need to do a marriage thing? Like, it's good for you. So anyway, this has nothing to do about ladies performing, like a Proverbs 31 moment. This is the anointing of Christ when all, all of us. And so we see this, when we read Proverbs 31, where in the beginning, it has this woman, um, this mother telling, um, oh, what's his name? Lemuel, or Lemuel, Lemuel, isn't it? King Lemuel. So it's, he said, this is the understanding, this burden that I've, I learned from my mother, King Lemuel. Now, Lemuel means something too, so I'm not going to get into all that tonight. But anyway, so when you look at this impossible woman, here's how I really have looked at all this. When, when Jesus says it's really good for I, if I leave because I'm going to send you the comforter, I'm going to send you the parakletos, which is your partner, the, the one that's close to you, that comforts you, that takes care of you, that gives you everything, that reminds you of everything. And so how I look at that interpretation is 
there's nothing better. There's, he couldn't prepare anything better for any of us to be our partner, to be our comforter, to be our paracletos, to be this person that's alongside us for every part of us in life than himself. So he prepared this Christ, this anointing that's within us. Is nothing could be good enough except him. Follow me? And that's in male and female if you get it. So Christ is that parakletos because Christ is the anointing, the anointed one, right? The anointed one, everybody follow me? We think it's like a proper name because that's what we've been, like Jesus Christ. Christ literally meant the anointing. And so in the Old Testament, it was the anointing oil outside of you. And the New Testament revelation is, no, this, this anointing, this Christ is within every one of you. So if you could take those Old Testament stories of the minute anointing oil was placed on somebody, they went from a Saul, just a, uh, an average guy, to all of a sudden he became kingly just because the priest anointed him. And now the New Testament is like, no, no, guys, you've all been anointed and you all are kingly, you're all prophets and you're all priests. That's why Jesus says there's somebody greater than Solomon here, right? Because they looked at Solomon's like, oh, well, he's this amazing king. And he's like, no, 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 you're it. You're greater than Solomon. You're greater than all those Old Testament stories because those were just types and shadows of good things to come that's going to be a truth about you. So everybody with me on that? So, all right. <clears throat> so, and that, that partner, it's always, like I said, the spirit is always submissive. So we see Paul talk about this in Ephesians 5 with the marriage, right? And I see this really get abused too in churches because it talks about, you know, husbands love your wives and wives be submissive to your husband. And then Paul throws in what he's talking about later in that. And he goes, this is a mystery. Then we say Christ is the mystery that was found in us, right? He goes, when I'm talking about husband and wife, I'm really talking about a truth about every one of you singularly because the, the, he says the, the son leaves his father and mother. So really when we start to interpret this, when we use let the Bible interpret itself, here's what it's saying is, Paul goes, I'm not talking about a literal husband and woman in marriage. This mystery I'm talking about is Christ and the church have become one. Meaning you're so intertwined, this anointing, this, this feminine spirit within you is submissive to you. Meaning you can design it, you can mold it, etc. So... <clears throat> Now it all starts to line up with the parable of parables too. So it doesn't mean, women, you're supposed to be a doormat. Paul makes that very clear. He goes, there's no Jew, there's no Gentile, there's no male, there's no female. We're all one. Amen? So he's like, this has nothing to do with male-female relationships. He even tells us that, but I see these ladies get abused for it. Going, and, and we did it, because I, I was taught that by a pastor. I'm like, see, sweetie, you got to be submissive. God, that's a great deal for men. We, we're smoking in this deal, right? <laughs> and she got out of line. We just said she was Jezebel. Yelled at her, spit and stuff and tongues. and So bad, isn't it? It's like so bad now. If I saw that now, I'd be like, dude, stop. I can't believe she hasn't divorced you yet. Like, stop with the Jezebel stuff. Because that's not what it's talking about. That's, it's talking about something completely different. So anyway, so this spirit, this feminine within us, will give us anything we want. Just like a, a woman in a male and female relationship, if she gets the seed of a, a, a male, the womb is submissive. It doesn't go, ah, spit out that seed, I'm a, I want a woman. Do you get the idea? Like males get to choose the seed, whether it's, a, a, whether it's gonna, the offspring are going to be male or female, and the womb of man, the woman, just produces it. And then Paul says, this is not about husband and wife in marriage. This is a mystery of Christ in the church. 
Because if you look at a physical marriage, it should tell you something that's really true about every one of you individually, whether you're male or female. Because the kingdom is spiritual. Is everybody with me so far? I'm trying to cover a lot of this so it, just to get rid of a lot of those nasty marriage things that we see in there um, that people really struggle with because they're, they're trying to make that a literal thing, even though the scriptures say this isn't what it's about. So anyways, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, so the spirit, and then we see the parable of parables where Jesus says, if you don't understand this parable, you're not going to understand anything I say. And he says, with parables I speak, without this parable I don't speak. Meaning that everything he says is parable. Meaning it's, it's, a liter- it's a true story that he uses events, you know, marriage in this case, he uses the truth about Christ in you. Um, because I'm using physical things to tell you a truth about you. So anything I'm saying, you've got to find the spiritual truth in it. Now you'll find the real thing. Okay? So, um, so when he's talking about the parable of parables, then he gives us the answer and he says, the kingdom is like your heart is like soil and the soil and the and you get to choose the seed. So when we start to understand this, this female within us, this Christ within us that has riches, it has honor, it has favor, it has anything you could ever desire, you can choose that seed. And Christ within you will bring it forth for you effortlessly because she, she contains all of that. Everybody good? All right, so let's go to the next slide about Proverbs 31. <clears throat> all right, so we're, we're trying to find this woman again. And we just saw all through Proverbs, it's personified as... Wisdom, understanding, favor, riches are all personified as a woman. And whoever this woman is was there from the beginning. And I'm pretty sure the only entity there at the beginning was God himself. Wasn't it? So whoever this woman is, it's God himself. It's Christ in us. I've already told you that, but once now you can understand this. Who can find this virtuous wife? Ah, oh, but we found her. It says, this mystery that's been hidden for ages is now found. It's now revealed it's Christ is in us. All those stories are about us. All right? So, for her worth is far above rubies. Verse 11, the heart of her husband safely trusts her. All right, this is the heart again. So, when we talked about a few weeks ago, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your physical senses, your understanding outside of you. So, when you're going to trust in the Lord with all of your heart, it should tell us where this trust is, right? It's in here. So trust what's going on in there, and Lord is yud heh vav which I've shared that with you. Literally, it's I am. When you interpret it, it says, the power of God is the ability to be whatever you want to be. And the spirit within you is submissive and will mold and shape life to exactly that. So that's praying in the nature of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, when you really dig into it. And it's blowing my mind, guys. Honestly, when I'm looking through all the Hebrew, I'm going, all of this is the same. My gosh, when I'm going through stuff, because I'm going... Sounds crazy, but this just came to me again. We look at it, we're like, it's right there. It's always the same message. It's it's really exciting to me. So anyway, all right. So the heart within us safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She's like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. Ladies, you getting tired yet? This is where you start to get tired, right here. (laughs) Verse 15, she also rises while... Us males are slumbering and slackers. She also rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household. She considers a field and buys it. So check the imagery in this. So while you're sleeping, this woman is buying fields. She's planting vineyards. She's organizing merchant ships from afar to bring you riches and rubies and 
and uh, treasures and honor and favor. This is a good woman. Amen? And this woman's in you. That's what I'm trying to get at you. He gives to his beloved even when you sleep. This has nothing, ladies, of you getting up early and staying up late and grinding, trying to make it happen. It's learning to trust and live from the spirit within. Does that give you rest, ladies? And it's this for men, too. I'm saying this, this is really a truth about every human being, every blood man, which is both male and female. So she rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household. She considers a field and buys it. From her prophets, she plants vineyards. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her lamp does not go out by night. You got to keep, you got to keep your lights on all night, Proverbs 31 woman. I'm never going to look at a lady that wears Proverbs 31 woman again. I'm going to look at like, oh, you got that from Mardell's, didn't you? So nice, right? Too bad you don't know anything about what that means. So, because I would go, really? Next time I'm going to go, did you do all of that? I'm just going to ask her. What? You, that's what I say. You need, that's, what, that's what I'll tell them. When I see a lady with a Proverbs 31 thing, I go, you need a nap. She'd be like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> so have you read it? Probably not, right? So she girds herself with strength. She strengthens her arms. She's like Olga, right? She perceives her merchandise is good. Her lamp does not go out by night. While she's planting vineyards, while she's... Uh, selling things, getting merchant ships from afar. Oh, by the way, she still extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. When you read this, it should be clear that this is only one person, and it's Christ in you. Amen? And she's in every one of us. Now when we say, I just said it, but I, now when we go, before you go to bed, see, your, see what you desire is happening to you. I mean, I think when I read Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 31, there's, there's really like no desire in there that they don't cover. Human desire, is there? And basically what it's saying is any desire you could ever possibly have, I've prepared this paracletos, this comforter, this Christ within you to give you any desire you could ever imagine so that your joy may be full. And I'm going to do it when you're fully rested and asleep because I give to my beloved even when you sleep. So Christ in us is the one that never sleeps, that never slumbers. When we pray for something, so I was sharing earlier is in the, the email I sent out, I go, now it starts to make sense. If we even have the peep of a desire, which in Latin just means of the father, of the sire, sire's male, right? So when we have a desire, it's of the father. And the minute we have a desire, the, the woman within us, Christ in us, hears that while we're sleeping is already bringing it to pass before we even ask so our joy may be full. Man, that is learning to trust in the spirit. And it's so joyful when you start to get that. Going, you'll even give me that while I sleep? Yep. Isn't that cool? I think it's beautiful to me. It's, it's like so freeing once you get it. So, now if you're poor, of course, who reaches out to the poor? Christ in you, right? So if you're poor, guess what? He's got the answer for you. If you're needy, he's got the answer for you. He goes, trust what I do in here. Just see yourself already enjoying everything. You could. I'm like a merchant ship. If there's 10,000 people anywhere in the world, uh, like Brent and Leslie, you're dealing with China and all these different things. He's like, I'll make all these things happen with China and all these different countries, etc. while you sleep so that you can prosper. Isn't that cool? Isn't that beautiful? I think it's awesome because now you start to, in fact, the kids are watching the Matthew McConaughey video where he's talking about lifting the limits off yourself, where it's really good. He's talking about um, 
the word unbelievable is so bad. He's like, that's really an arrogant thing to say that anything's unbelievable because you've put a limit on God within you. I was like, that's, that's rich right there. Isn't that good? So I, I love the stuff that they're talking about right now. Just going, hey, you know what? There's no limits. He goes, when I thought I was here, um, I realized what an arrogant thing to go, I've made it. I go, let's explore this farther. Let's see what God's willing to do through me. And it really is endless when you start reading Proverbs 8 and 31, isn't it? So anyway, is this good? And you can read the whole thing. There's really good in there. Just know it's not talking about anything you have to do. This happens while we sleep. Isn't that wild? That's pretty cool when you understand that. So that's why I love what Chris was sharing and all these kids now are starting to get this. And they're, I, I shared the one earlier with uh, Paul where he's the president of the university where he told his kids, I'm not telling you to study more even though you're getting all F's. He goes, I'm seeing you passing and Christ in you is going to start to give you all the answers where you're going to start to enjoy school and this is going to be easier for you. And what he was doing, just to recap, he goes, I was picturing my son calling me just like Chris here going, dad, you wouldn't believe it. Like feeling the joy of how happy his son was that he was finally getting all A's in school and how proud he would be to call his dad. So Paul, the president of the university, that's cool to me that the president of the university is going, you have the mind of Christ. Christ didn't have to prep. Did he? He didn't have to cram. I'm not saying don't review and do all these things, but you do it with this exciting thing, like I'm going to get this. This is going to be so easy to me. Life comes easy to me because I have the mind of Christ. And he goes, I kept seeing my son calling me, going, Dad, guess what? And sure enough, after the first one, still 50s and 60s, two weeks later, I think it was, remember, I don't remember Ashley exactly. He was sharing it with us, with the prayer team. All 90s and above. Nothing changed. He didn't study more, didn't do anything more. He simply saw himself getting the answers easily and the joy he would feel as, as he was really good in school. Because Christ in you, this, this woman in you, is giving you every answer you could ever need. She's giving you honor. She's giving you favor. Now, that's pretty cool if you know all the, all the answers to the test when you wake up, isn't it? That's called favor. Does it say it or doesn't say it? If you find her, which we know who she is now, it's Christ in us, she'll give you anything that you could ever peep for in your desire. Man, that's called grace, if you ever understand it to me. It's like, that's really graceful to me because I need a lot of it. I don't know about you guys, but I need some. So, because every now and then I'm me. You guys, you ever? Yeah, I've met you. <laughs> I know most of you. So you're all, you're all really good compared to me. I'm just saying, I, to me, I'm like, I need lots of it. Praise God. And he gives it to me. She, he, he sends out double the merchant ships for me at night. So anyway, I'm just telling you it works. So, all right. Now, this is really cool because what he's really trying to show in Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 31, if you have the favor of the Lord, you athletes will understand this. It's like when you're in the zone, right? Just things come effortlessly to you. Just everything works. You guys know what I'm talking about? I know Stephen Katham, you guys are world-class athletes. You get this stuff. It's like you're in the zone. It's just favor. Just things work for you. It's just easy for you. He's saying that you can be in the zone all the time if you let Christ within you just bubble up from in you. Where when you come with expectancy that this is easy to me. Everything works in my life. When, if you take some time to go, abundance comes easy to me. Feel the relationships of all the, that all of your relationships are whole and healed. You know, feel yourself already enjoying divine health. While you're sleeping, he's making it happen. Anything you'd ever desire comes to you. Amen? 
That's pretty good. That's grace. That's the woman within us. So anyway, let's go to this last slide. I'm going to get you out of here pretty early tonight. Is it only, really only seven? Oh, I'll get you out of here early. All right, so just to recap, but I want to pray with you a little bit because um, I want to talk about just getting guidance from God as well tonight um, as we pray here because how good would it feel to make second guessing or ever being in doubt never happen again in your life? Wouldn't that be good? Like trying to get, eliminate guesswork, wouldn't that feel really good? He's going, while you sleep, I'll give you the answer. So anyway, so this woman, the only partner fit for the blood man, which is both male and female, both you and I, is himself. He created the spirit, Christ within, the anointing, the comforter, the whatever you want to call it, all the language in scripture. And it's feminine, meaning it's submissive to you. You can, it'll give you your desire. Whatever that is, it'll, it'll conform and shape it what's best for you. Everybody follow me on the submissive part, what that's about? It's not about you ladies being doormats at all. So anyway, so the Spirit has given us limitless ability. Is anything impossible for Christ? Then nothing's impossible for you is what he's trying to tell you. And so it can bring your deepest desires. That's why I said if you look at those Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 31, even the original Adam, he desired a woman. He desired something out of his womb. And he birthed it out of himself. All the narratives are about the same where you all have this capacity to get anything you could ever desire right within you. And so anyway, so this spirit knows all things as we saw. It will give you the answer to any question. It never sleeps, it never slumbers. So anyway, so if you need the answer to something, here's really interesting is, um, like I said, I've gone through almost everything, I think, like Silva and Marissa Peer and what are all the ones I went through? Joe Dispenza, I've gone through all these things that, that really get results. And they all tell you the same thing. I'm going, gosh, this is all scriptural. This is really pretty cool. And we're just doing it in the prayer team too. It's all the same, but it's fun when, to me, it's really interesting that these secular guys all come up with the same answer. So I was, I was doing some, I went, when I was going through the Silva stuff, um, it's really interesting. He said, um, he said, when you ask for guidance, God will clearly give you an answer within three days. I'm like, that's interesting that these secular guys come up with three days. Right? And if you understand Hebrew, Aleph Bet Gamel, Aleph is one, the first letter of the alphabet, right? And it's a Yod above and below you and I, a, a nail, a Vav, which is a human. It says oneness, unity, the first letter. Mankind, the Vav, is the place where heaven and earth meet because we're the temple. And we take the power from the Spirit and bring the power to the physical. That's Aleph. That's unity. That's oneness. That's the first letter in Hebrew. Isn't that interesting? Bet is your tabernacle. So this happens within you. So Aleph, Bet, and then the third letter is Gamel, which is a picture of a camel. So here's what, what that says. You take the power of the spirit. This happens within you in the Vav, which is a nail or mankind. And bring it into the physical within the house. And whatever you just did there, it's like a camel brings you to the end of the journey on the third day. Isn't that fascinating? So all these secular guys going, if you do this, he will clearly give you an answer within three days. I'm like falling out of my chair going, these guys don't even know what they're saying. But they've worked it out with millions of people that they've dealt with going, this works. And so to me, it's fun to explore and go, I know why it works. It's like scriptural. This is all really cool stuff. So anyway, here's what I want you to do. Um, Scripture says this. I was doing a webinar for a guy last night for Paul Brown Ministries. It's kind of fun. But I was like, you guys have heard me say this a million times, but I really didn't catch it because I had read all these books on prayer and everything else. But when I went to the prayer verses myself 
and going, what do the prayer verses say? Not what I've been taught what they say. What do they say? Every one of them is 100% assurance. Every one of them. There's no gray in any of the prayer. Now, have you ever heard, like, I remember we had a book, like, 31 reasons why your prayers aren't answered. And like, and we had that book. <laughs> so now I'm going, Homer Simpson completely dope. Like, like how horrible, right? They, no, they, he just made it up. It's like making stuff up because every prayer verse is, and you guys know this, if, if every story is about something that happens in you and he, they talk about marriage relationships a lot of like, if you can understand this marriage relationship, now how would good would it be? I go, if you don't, there's 31 ways you could ask me the wrong way and I'm not going to tell you which one it is. I'm just not going to answer you. Holy, right? That would not work. Like every prayer verse says, up until now, you haven't asked anything in my name, my nature. Just ask, guys. It's all available. And I will answer so that your joy may be full. That's every prayer verse when you look at it, every one of them. So if we ask for guidance to be clear, is he going to answer us? Yes. So here's how simple this is. So instead of like tossing, turning, all the stuff I've used to do, like, uh, is this your will, Lord? I don't know. Like, ever, ever wonder that? Like, well, you know, is it his will? I'm like, I don't know. So then they'd make up stuff. You're like, got to go to uh, something mountain and spend three days fasting. They go, I, I don't fast. <laughs> like, no, I don't do that. Like, no. It sounds horrible. Every time I would try fast, I'd go, okay, sweet, here's the hotel I'm at. I wouldn't make it through the night at all. I become, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I got a beautiful woman in my bed at home and I'm fasting. Jesus came eating and drinking. What am I doing in this hotel with nothing to eat or drink? This is ridiculous. So I never made it in a fast ever. I'm like, you guys, I just, I'm, if that's what it is, I'm going to do without because I enjoy food and a glass of wine too much, right? I enjoy my wife too much to go. I'm going to go hide in a hotel. And the whole time I'm sure God's going, no, no, I'm in here. Like, I'm right here, <laughs> and I enjoy wine with you. It's really fun. Like, let's enjoy this a little bit. No, no, I need to hear you clearly. How clear can I get? <laughs> do you have a desire for something? Yes. Who do you think put that desire there? Well, you did. Right. But how do I know if that's not my desire? And it's like, no, like the metal games we play, right? It's like, no. And it's all from that verse in 1 John where it says, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, comma, really bad comma, because it throws out all the other verses. Here's how it should read. Here's the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he, act, he hears anything we ask of him. In fact, he's heard it before we even asked because he's outside of time. And since we know he hears us, is the next verse. We have what we've asked of him. That is a beautiful prayer verse that we've twisted up and made it doubt, right? He's going, before you've even asked, I'm sending the 10,000 merchant ships to bring you the rubies, the favor, the honor, anything you'd ever desire. I've created the most beautiful partner for you ever. Well, how do I know it's you? Do you have a desire? Yes, you can't screw it up. He put the desire there, right? Do you have a desire? Sure. That's of the father, of the sire. Well, how do I know if I hear him? Guys, if you... Who do you talk to all day the most? Yourself. Do you hear yourself? Loud and clear, don't we? Sometimes you got to go, shut up, Mike. Like, shut up. Stop talking to yourself. Turn the channel. 
Ah, now we're back. If I hear myself and I'm one, and he's the only body, he says, you are my body. Any desire we have, any thought we have, he hears us and brings it to fruition. It's that simple. Isn't that cool? Because everything happens within. So anyway, so if you ask, <clears throat> so if you want an answer to a question, I thought it was fascinating that all these secular guys are going, you're going to get an answer within three days. And I'm like, that's actually scriptural, right? Well, we see, do we ever see three days quite a bit? And it's revelation, three days. It's like, hey, you know what? Three days. So if you have a request, it takes it from the spirit into the physical reality within the house. And the camel, the third letter, gamel, takes you to the end of the journey. That's ABC. That's a left bet gamel. Isn't that wild? So three is always the completion of what you just asked for within. You have complete revelation. The three days, three revelation, right? So anyway, so if you have any questions, here's what I would really recommend you do. So, all right, here's a question I have. Do I do this? Do I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? That's the question. Now, Lord, I want, it, I want some guidance. I want an answer for this. All right, Christ in you will give you the answer. We just read how good it is. It's like Christ in us will do anything we ever ask. Before you go to bed tonight, just see yourself already enjoying the answer. You don't have to know what the answer is because he's going to bring the answer. You just have to see yourself already enjoying, meaning this, like um, if you just had a question like, should I do this or that? Before you go to bed tonight, you simply do this. You go, it feels so good knowing I have the answer. And go to bed. And I promise you it'll be clear to you. Don't try figure it out. Don't try, Christ within you is not sleeping or slumbering. It's going, before you've even asked, I'm bringing you the answer. And now you can make guesswork a thing of the past. Amen? It works, guys, I'm telling you. It really works. Would Christ give us any confusion? Would the Holy Spirit give us any confusion? Because I'm not the author of confusion. That's you talking to yourself. I'm going to give you the answer. So that's, that makes guidance easy, isn't it? And when you do it, just see yourself already enjoying the answer. Like, wow, it's, I feel so wonderful. I feel so great that he freely gives me the answer to this stuff. I have so much joy knowing I, I don't have to guess anymore about life. And I'll just trust he's bringing you the answer and it's going to be very clear to you in the next couple of days. Cool? And anything on desires too, like... Go through Proverbs 8. Go through Proverbs 31. Is there anything good in there that you would like? Some good stuff to me, right? Legend suites and stuff like that. <laughs> doing that stuff. So I'm like, yes, of course. I'm going to see myself doing that stuff. Amen? Think, was that a good laundry list? Rubies and riches and honor and favor and life. Zoe, right? I've got all of this stuff. Simply ask. And while you're sleeping, I will bring it to you. Does that sound effortless or does that sound effortless? Sounds pretty good to me, doesn't it? That sounds graceful. So anyway, you can, once you get how this woman, when you can get that imagery of how good they were trying to make it in Proverbs 8 and Proverbs 31, it's like, this is how good I am. This is how graceful I am. This is how much favor I am. Right? So um, it really, I don't need to go through this with you again because I've done this the last few weeks, but it's the same way whether it's guidance, whether it's health, whether it's relationships. Guys, you don't have to try to figure out how to fix your relationship. It really comes down to seeing yourself already enjoying your spouse, already enjoying that coworker, already enjoying your kids, just, and have this mental conversation within. Just um, Like for Barbara and I, I've shared this with you. Is, uh, 
We went to some counselors and that didn't work, did it? We fought after we went to the counselor. Because I was going, did you hear what he said? And she's going, did you hear what he said? I'm like, oh, well, this, this really worked. Thanks, counselor. So what did work is going, when I, in my quiet time, I'd go, every time I see my wife, I pause. I just how lucky I am. Now, my heart's screaming going, you liar, you liar, in the beginning, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? Maybe you guys don't have this, but we were rough. And slowly, surely, it starts to work. And now I, it's kind of fun, because I, when I'm in the house, I pause when I see her. I literally do. I was like, I pause. Now, I just know from where we came from to where it's at today, I know this works. Amen? And it didn't come from counseling. It didn't come from casting out Jezebel. It didn't come from any of that. It came from Christ within, where I will bring you your desire. It's like, gosh, I would, I would desire to have great relationships. I would desire to have great relationships with my kids. I don't have grandkids yet, but Barb said, I'm so ready for grandkids, so I know that's soon, because that's a heart's desire. So if the heart's desire there, it's coming. <laughs> Christ is like 10,000 merchant ships making that happen. So careful on that one. So um, it's literally anything. It's limitless. It's priceless. Anything. So if that's my wife's desire, I promise you it's on its way. It's just, it's there. So you can see yourself enjoying that relationship just like as if it's real right now and just trust. That's why I love the imagery. He's like, gosh, he gives us such beautiful imagery where it's limitless of what he will do. That's why I wrote, if it takes 10,000 relationships to change, 10,000 business transactions to happen, he will make it all happen to bring me my joy and he'll bring it to your joy as well. Amen? Does this help you? That's the Proverbs 31 woman, guys. It's in every one of you and it's the greatest gift we could ever have because it's about Christ in us. So Father, we just thank you. We love you. We praise you. Thank you for these truths. Thank you for how awesome we've been designed and how really good news the good news actually is. There's not a sliver of bad news in it. It's all good. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, come on up.